Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Welcome to our One Son, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers, a wellness and self-care podcast designated to uplifting the voices of women of color. Author, self-love activist, educator, mother, and poet, Courtney Brookins will help you bloom into your best self and encourage you to make self-care part of your daily practice. Join the tribe as we embark on a journey of healing, mothering, womanhood, and collectivism through the ancestral practice of storytelling. Whether you're looking for an infinity space, sisterhood, or mommy tribe, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, mother, and self-care enthusiast, Courtney Brookins. Here's a fun fact. An estimated 2 billion birthday cards are sent by mail or email every year in the U.S. alone. And now Airmail will be introducing a new convenient way to send cards by text. Yeah, you heard right. You'll be able to text your friends and family e-cards just as fast as sending a gift. Let's keep celebrating birthdays alive and shop e-cards under the birthday and Zodiac categories at airmail.me. That's A-I-R-M-E-L dot me. And now for a necessary fact. Trump won by such small margins in many areas due to people simply not voting. Make sure everyone is registered to vote. Text Airmail's voter registration card to everyone you know. Be on the lookout for our get out and vote card. Let's go, America. Whether you're a girl boss, everyday woman, tired mama, or just in need of some you time, our mindfulness success sessions are engineered to get you to deepen your practice of self-care. We individually customize your session to empower your individual needs. Empowerment is only a click away at onesun3flowers.com. That's O-N-E-S-U-N, the number three, F-L-O-W-E-R-S.com. Hey, Flower Tribe, we are back for another week of the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers. And in today's episode, I'm going to be bringing on Michelle Thames, who is going to talk to us about social media, branding, all of that good stuff. But before I introduce her, let me take a second to read her biography because she has some dope stuff going on. So, Michelle Thames is a top-rated social media expert, strategist, speaker, content creator, and entrepreneur. Michelle has worked with one of the fastest-growing beauty brands, creating and implementing social media strategies that help convert to slaws of the millions of dollars. She is also the founder of Thames Media Solution, LLC, a full-service social media agency and a content creator behind at Naturalista86 and HappilyEverNatural.com and has partnered with brands such as Toyota, Olay, Subway, True Value, and more. And without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome Michelle onto the line. Hi, Michelle. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. 
That is so good to hear. I'm excited to have you on here because social media and branding, that has become like the main conversation nowadays. I know. It's like everywhere. It's everywhere. It sure is. So uh, we know we read your biography, but why don't you speak a little bit to your journey into this world? Sure. So I started off as a natural hair blogger back in 2011, 2012. So I started a YouTube channel and a blog, happilyevernatural.com, to document my natural hair journey with my Black women community. Because, you know, going through your natural journey is so much. And I was having struggles. And I realized that there were other Black women who were going through the same thing as me. So I decided to start this platform and create this space where I could share my natural hair journey with them. So I did that. And what's funny is I actually have a background in healthcare administration. So let me start there. I have a background in administration, two degrees in healthcare, um, both in healthcare administration. So bachelor's and master's. And while working at, you know, various hospitals, I just realized that that career path wasn't for me. And I had already had my blog during, you know, my career. So I actually ended up getting fired from my corporate healthcare job in 2016 and I started to freelance so I started freelance writing I was already doing blogging I was already a content creator working with brands and I posted on Facebook you know is there anyone looking for social media management and there's this woman that I knew we had been in contact and she was looking for someone to come and run her her brand social media and it's a really large beauty brand Myel Organics I'm pretty sure a lot of women have heard about it so she reached out to me and I got the job there and it was so amazing. A uh, black owned brand worked there for two years. And last August, I decided that it was time for me to really step into my calling and really own in on my talents and be able to, you know, share my talents with more people. So I decided to open my social media agency, Thames Media Solutions, and it has been amazing. So that is a little short, long version of my story. Yeah, I love that story because you started off one way, got into something else that you didn't necessarily want to be in, landed on this amazing opportunity, and it propelled you to doing a completely 100% entrepreneur work. So that's really dope. Thank you. Yeah, it was a great experience. Working at Mayo really, you know, opened up a lot of doors for me and a lot of opportunity and experience as well. So it was really great. Nice. And so now you have Thames Media. And so what is the mission of that company? So the mission of Thames Media Solution, we help business owners and entrepreneurs simplify social media that so that your business can thrive online. We know that social media is so very complex. So I'm a social media nerd. I'm a social media strategist. So I am up every day figuring out new ways to help my clients grow their businesses online. And because social media is always changing When you have a business, you have to keep your ears to the ground about marketing because something changes every single day. So I vow to my clients to help them simplify social media and we help them strategize a plan that gets them actionable results that they see online. I love that. I've never heard anyone say I'm a social media nerd. Like people are like, I'm a bookworm. (laughs) I'm a docuseries nerd, but you're a social media nerd. Yes. (laughs) That is a modernized twist. I love that. 
So you, I love that you said you take actionable steps to help um, your clients grow. So what are like some hows and whys or some important things that you notice that you think maybe every business owner should know when it comes to um, the social media world? Absolutely. So one thing I think all business owners should know when it comes to social media is you have to have a plan. You will be surprised at the amount of people I talk to who don't have a solid marketing strategy, number one, which is totally different from a social media strategy. So let's get that clear. Marketing strategy and a social media strategy are two different things. Your marketing strategy is based on your overall marketing goals for your brand. And that includes like outside marketing, print ads, all of that stuff. Social media marketing is strictly on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, those apps. So I would say definitely have a plan. A lot of people don't have a plan and it's really hard to develop content and promote your brand or business online if you don't have a plan with smart goals and I know mm-hmm. we all heard about smart goals yeah when we were in college and marketing <laughs> class so make sure those goals are smart goals and that you can you know look at those goals after you know you put your plan in place and you can analyze them you can track them you can you know, you know what the goal is about and what it's supposed to do, like what you're supposed to do on social media. So having a solid plan. So wait a minute, I can create smart goals, the ones I've learned from undergrad, I can create them for my social media account? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. So an example is, say you want to reach, you're trying to get people to sign up for your email list. So you Put a post up. There's, you know, strategy behind your caption. You're giving them 15% off. Click the link in my bio. You always want to have a call to action. So that is one of your goals is to increase your email list through social media. So you create a whole campaign or however many posts that you want to go out promoting your email list to get them to sign up. After that, after you put the post out, you know, after you have your plan together and your strategies together, you've developed it and it's up it has been running for weeks you come back and check the analytics and say oh wow 20 people came from that one link that I shared on Instagram so yes your smart goals that you use in college are the same smart goals that you will use for your social media plan for your business. and I love that because right now like nowadays there's really like two worlds that exist in social media and I'm not the social media nerd so if I'm wrong I'm sure you're gonna correct me but but what I see is it's like, oh, people who are haphazardly hopping on and they're kind of just on there to like uh, get likes and attention or see what other people are doing. And then there's people who are actually trying to make business or implement business. So when you say that, that makes me really be able to differentiate between like the two subgroups of people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's absolutely people who are just on social media to be on social media because it's called social media right so you want to be social on there but when you have your brand or business on social media it's a totally different ball game of course we all have like our own personal social media pages where I mean I also share business stuff on there too but it's a lot of friends and family on social media but you can also you know create a Facebook fan page a Facebook group so yeah there are two different types of people people who are just on social media like you said just to be on there just to you know talk to their family and things and people who are actually running businesses on social media and using it to their benefit wow i love that and so okay so there are two different types of people you just said who exist on social media but 
What about if you're a person, because I know you also talk about branding. So I think this is a great segue into that. So you own a business, you own a company, you offer services, products, whatever. And then is it room for you on social media to have a, uh, a personal presence too that's not connected to the brand? Or does that completely throw off strategy and branding and all that other stuff? Well, it depends. It depends on your overall goal of your business. So for me, since I have two businesses that fit together, it's easier for me to do. So I am a content creator and influencer. I have a personal brand page, which I use to talk about, you know, things about my life because I'm a lifestyle blogger. So whatever it is about my life, I share, you know, positive tips. I share motherhood. I share about travel and all of that. So I do share my handle to my business page on that page as well but a lot of people don't want to be the face of their brand and that's perfectly okay so if you want to have just a page that's your page and that you just use you know for your own personal use that's fine but a lot of people do you know use their personal uh, influence I should say to help promote and grow their brand for instance mm-hmm. Myel Organics the owner is Monique she uses her personal influence to help you know propel her brand forward because people know who she is so that way they will know about her brand too so people do it different ways so it just depends on what your overall goals are yeah that makes sense because I've heard so many people talk about like when you're in business that people don't really buy from brands unless we're talking about huge brands people really want to connect with personal stories so when you're advising clients do you advise them to tap into more of Monique's method or do you say it's great to create separation between the two I give them that option because some people like I said are not comfortable online and sharing that so I really you know want my clients to be comfortable if they don't want to there's definitely ways around it but it is a really big Like you said, it is a really big driving factor because people want to buy from who they like, know and trust. And if you have developed that, you know, um, authority in your lane and people know who you are, like for myself, I'm a blogger. But now people know me as a social media strategist as well, because I put that out there and I started to promote that. So it just helps grow the business even more. So that is up to, you know, my clients, but I really do try to, you know, tell them the benefits of it because again, people like people buy from who they like, know, and trust. And if they trust you, most likely they will buy from you. Absolutely. So with that being said, you know, you're like, I have, um, I have my two companies that kind of fit into each other, but I know that we're in the day and age of like, everybody's like multiple streams of income is a must. Like that's a necessary thing. And I also personally know people who have brands that are completely opposite of who they are. So how would you advise someone who has already started a company and their business, let's say is thriving, and then they want to have a another company that they're starting um, that really doesn't marry the previous company, how would they go about uh, creating a media presence when they're set to such extremes and they've already kind of put their face into those spaces? So I would definitely say, you know, test the waters first to see, you know, how this brand will do on social media. I mean, the person doesn't have to be connected to the brand, but, if they already have like a really large presence, you know, it may be a little bit easier for them to figure out how to, you know, grow their following. But 
social media and especially Instagram is not like it used to be in the beginning. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how long you've been on Instagram, but remember back in the day, you, it was so easy to get reposted on pages and for people to follow you. Now it's like pulling teeth. So you really have to have a strategic plan if you already don't have a social media presence, if that makes sense. If you're trying to build a new brand on social media, you want to make sure that you've done your research, you know who your target audience is so that when you start creating this content plan and a social media strategy that you know exactly who you're going after so you'll be able to garner that audience without using your other business or anything external that you you know might not want to put your face or name to. I hope that answers the question. No, yeah, that that really does answer the question. So I know we've been talking a lot about branding and how that like is connected to social media, but can we pull like the ropes back a second? Because there might be somebody who's listening and they're newer to business. They've heard the term branding, but they don't even really know what that is. So how could we simplify what branding is and how people could get started with branding themselves? So branding is your message, your visual branding, how your brand colors look. So you want to make sure that you have all of that together before you even, you know, start on social media, because it's important that once you get on social media, that your visual brand is strong as well, because you want to have logos and colors that are rememberable and that you've put out there so people remember who you and your brand are. So those things are important. I know we always, you know, when we start a business, the first thing is the logo, but don't even worry about the logo. Get your marketing plan and strategy in place first and then worry about the branding. So branding, like I said, again, is anything from your messaging, your overall visuals, how your brand looks, your brand colors, what your brand stands for. And that also should come across on social media and your messaging, what your brand stands for. You should be able to articulate that into visuals and also messages that are on brand with your brand or business. Thank you. That that was really helpful. Um, And I'm also thinking about, you know, I'm really just advocating for the person who might have started their business during during COVID. They have less than 100 followers or or none. They just have this plan and they really don't have a lot of money to invest in branding. So are there tools for people who are looking to just get started that are for free that maybe you might recommend or strategy that they could use if they don't really have money to hire an expert or to spend money on purchasing high quality photos and high quality apps? Oh, absolutely. Google University is your best, best, best friend when it comes to anything about starting your business online. I would definitely start with Google. That's where I start with basically everything that I do mm-hmm. I Google. Um, you can definitely also use Use your iPhone or your phone. You know, we forget that these tools, these are expensive devices that we Mm -hmm. have and they take great pictures. You don't need a super expensive camera when you're just starting out. Start with what you have and don't, you know, I know we want to have the best camera, the best computer, the best this, but start with what you have first because believe me, you know, like you, like you said, stuff, it it adds up. And if you, you know, are in a place and you're just starting out, you want to, you know, remain as cost effective as possible. So definitely use what you have, use the tools on Google to start looking up how to create a social media strategy. There's tons of articles uh, online that will help you with that tons of podcasts as well. So I would definitely say start with what you have and your iPhone or your Android is your best friend when it comes to taking pictures in the beginning. 
And yeah, I love that you said that. Like, don't go and <laughs> you do not have to go spend any money today. Now, you might want to spend it in the future, right? Once you start making money or right. something, something. But today, go to what'd you say, Google University? Yes, Google <laughs> University. I know there's a lot of people who have graduated from that. They really feel like they know some stuff from that. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> I love that. So for people who are wanting, okay, so for people who are like, okay, I, I am a little further in my business. I'm a little further in my um, working through what I have going and I'm looking to figure out how do I find a branding specialist or a social media expert to help take my business to the next level? What things should they be looking for when they're looking for an expert? Oh, this is a very good question. So <laughs> you should, the person who you are hiring to do your social media should have a social media presence. Let's just get that the number one thing. How can anyone help you on social media if they don't have a social media presence or if they're not, you know, their brand isn't popping on social media. So you really want to make sure that you check that out because like you said in the beginning, everybody's a social media strategist. Everybody's a branding strategist and I'm not knocking it, but you just really want to make sure that the person that you are going with is actually an expert in their field. Like they have a social media presence. Like you check them out. They've worked with, you know, other companies and brands check testimonials because all of that is important. So do your due diligence to definitely make sure that the person you are hiring is an expert in their field. I love that. Thank you for saying that because I've definitely <laughs> seen people like slide in my DM, send me emails like, oh, I want to, you know, randomly without me even initiating. I, I would love to help you. I'm a social media expert and I go to their page and they have like 26 followers. And I'm like, um, you know, okay, <laughs> help with what? Because, you know what I mean? So um, I love that. I love, you know, that advice. And then also I love, like, if people look up your page, you have a huge following as well. So you're not telling people to go and find people who have things that you don't literally have for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you should definitely, you know, display and, sh and tell people about your work because if no one knows about what you do, they won't be able to find you. So let people know what you do. Let people know you're a strategist. And also all of the, everything that I tell my clients and everything that I share online is something that I have tried with my own brand. And that is important to me because how can I provide strategies to my clients or my audience online and giving you tips that I know worked if I didn't try them on my own personal brand or with my clients? So Everything that I say and everything that I share is definitely things that I have tried and I have seen results with. So that is important, too, when looking for somebody. Makes sense. And what about so you're looking for people and you are a person of color, right? Because we have so much going on in community. And right now we're really trying to create an affinity space so um, we can highlight um, and support other black owned businesses or businesses of color. But what happens if you find someone that's really amazing and they happen to not be a person of color? Is someone's personal profile an important uh, deciding factor um, when you're selecting the person or is it their work history that's more uh, of what you should be uh, more of a focal point? I think their work history should be more of a focal point. Uh, like you said in the beginning though, 
I do feel that there is not a lot of diversity in the area of like marketing and marketing conferences. This is something I actually have been talking with my husband about and trying to figure out like how to really break into that, you know, that field because there are so many top guru marketing, you know, gurus that are not people of color, that are not black people that are, you know, that don't represent, you know, people that look like me. So that has actually been one of my, I have been working behind the scenes, like even before any of this happened, because I'm always for my people. I've been about my people. So I've always been making sure and figuring out ways how to get us in those rooms, because I've been in those rooms and I've been the only one in those rooms. So just figuring out ways on how to diversify the marketing world and the social media strategists and the branding strategists, because there's not enough of us. So, mm-hmm. you know, if there's anybody listening to this podcast and you're a social media expert, please connect with me because I am trying to really get us in these rooms because we deserve to be on those conference stage. We deserve to be these keynote speakers. We are experts in our fields too. So I'm very passionate about that. And that has been something that I've been working on diligently for years. So I'm glad you brought that question up. But yeah, I don't think that the person's, you know, uh, it has anything to do with that. I think you should definitely just check their credentials and make sure they are who they say they are and that, you know, they represent what you're looking for. Thank you. I love that. And thank you for offering to connect with um, other people. Um, And in addition to them connecting with you, because I think that is a wonderful idea. And we certainly will be linking all of your contact information in the show notes. Um, But what is also just someone who is in the same line of work as you or wanting to get in? What's one step that they could do today to start um, making their name known or start establishing themselves in this world? just start start is I don't know like just start and you know really reach out to other people I know and I know we always say reach out to people and then those people you know maybe turn their backs or don't want to talk to us but if you feel like someone is approachable online I would definitely reach out to them you know ask them hey do you have you know my introduce yourself first because you don't want to just slide in the dms and don't introduce yourself and say you know my name is such and such But yeah, I would just introduce myself, you know, really let them know, you know, you're trying to get into the field and, you know, what you're looking to do. But there's so many people, too, that you can follow online to, you know, try to see how to get into the field. But you definitely just have to start and send if you see someone and you think that you can help them with their their social media, say, hey, I just started my company. I would love to offer you free services in exchange for a review. I've done that. So Mm -hmm. those are ways to, you know, start without, you know, if you don't have, you know, clients under your belt that you can start and, you know, get those testimonials that will help you later. I love that. Look at that. You dropped two jewels in that statement. Number one, sometimes you got to do some stuff on the front end. It's an investment. So that was Mm -hmm. dope. And then also, and, (laughs) and I love that because I've heard people go off on this before you ask for anything socially, this is just like common um, good manners before you're trying to sell something or invite someone or connect with them, like actually try to make it a point to get to know them, right? Don't just come in and ask for something, but like, say, hey, how you doing? How you feeling today? Like, I'm such and such. Let us know, you know, let someone know a little bit about you before you're trying to like receive something from them, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Please don't just slide in the DMs. <laughs> that's how you get that. You, that's how you get left on red, right? Oh, yes. 
Yes. Well, this has been wonderful, Michelle. Um, how can people contact you who are wanting any support um, on, you know, con- connecting with you as a woman of color in this industry or looking for your services. Also, please feel free to let any prom- us know of any promotions or anything that you have going on right now with the business. Uh, we really would appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So you can connect with me. My personal Instagram is at naturalista 86 and the agency Instagram is Thames Media Solutions. And you can find my website, ThamesMediaSolutions.com, and also on Facebook, Thames Media Solutions. And right now, I'm actually running at, well, not running. I, lo- let me go back. Before all of this happened, I was launching my Instagram bio upgrade course, which I soft launched it. So we, it is available. So it is only $27 and it will help you upgrade your Instagram bio. So definitely check that out. And the link to that is thingsmediasolutions.teachable.com. So you can definitely find that or you can just click the link in, my, in either of my bio and it will lead you right there. Nice. Thank you so much. And before you go, I always ask my guests if you could please leave our listeners with a few words of wisdom. So a few words of wisdom would be to not care what anyone else thinks about your business. You are the only one who has the vision. So you just have to start and really believe in yourself and block all of the noise out and just start. I know we get really caught up in, you know, oh, is this perfect enough or is this? And we just never start, but just start. Love it. Thank you so much, Michelle. And thank you for joining the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Thanks so much. You're welcome. And listeners, I told you you were in for a real treat. Michelle is full of so much information. And if you love this episode, make sure that you go ahead and check out all of her contact information in the show notes so you can connect with her further, seek her out for her resources, take that class, or get whatever you need. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. And remember, we premiere episodes weekly on Wednesdays. So, Make sure you share this episode with a friend and continue to tune in. Until next time, make sure you bloom into your best self. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. Check out show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.onesun3flowers.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We want to connect with your tribe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And remember to bloom into your best self. One Sun, Three Flowers is a one-stop shop for the entire family. Our mother-daughter clothing brand promotes self-care, unity, and wellness for the entire tribe through apparel. We created the One Sun, Three Flowers shop a few years ago when we challenged ourselves to create clothing that promoted self-care, self-love, and wellness and help you connect to your highest self and your tribe. Head to the onesun3flowers.com shop and save 20% when you use the code PODCAST2020. That's O-N-E 
S-U-N, the number three, flowers.com and save when you use the code. Enjoy Flower Tribe.